And hello, we are back. Welcome to. Oh, we're starting. We're we starting. are starting. Welcome back to the High Button Podcast. Talking to your mic for me. Hello, podcast. Okay, it's working. We are at episode number twenty-seven. It's a big episode. Big episode. Uh, the date is uh, Wednesday, <coughs> April. Can you shut the fuck up? Sorry, I'm sick as a dog. April fifth. It's a Wednesday. The year is two thousand and seventeen. Uh, my name is Justin Belanger. The gentleman to my right goes by Tommy Guns Jr. Tommy, you're sick right now. You got the orange juice going. You got everything, the coffee. You got the liquids. You got the blanket. You yeah. got the tissue. I think, I'm, I think I'm on the upside. I think I'm feeling a little better. We had to postpone last night's podcast, but I feel a little better. I feel stable enough to be to be sitting here. Is it the weather? I don't think so because it was nice yesterday. Wasn't it? No, it was shitty yesterday. It was terrible yesterday. I don't think weather just makes you sick. <clears throat> um, speaking of that, I was we were trying to think of how I could maybe how I'd feel a little better. So we stopped at Starbucks. I got a coffee. We get in there. There's a table of at least at least seven, like maybe at the most junior high aged girls. They look like maybe elementary, maybe junior high. There's a high school by us, like but we they were high. They could have been high school. They were, they, they were all drinking coffee, Starbucks coffee. Is like how, how, how young is too young to drink coffee? Well, if you're saying elementary, absolutely. If you're saying junior high, absolutely. If you're saying high school, eh, I don't know. I don't know. But I, ele- I, like elementary, absolutely. I remember I wasn't allowed to have an ice cap until I was... Because it like stunts the growth or something yeah, like that. something like that. Like I, like I remember in high school, I'd have beyond coffee. High school, really? But like, I mean, I said, when cream? I, when I, yeah, yeah, it was like a double double. Yeah. But when I say the odd coffee, I mean like that's one every month or so. You know what I mean? Ice caps were my introduction to coffees. Yeah. To caffeine, excuse me. But like these girls were like really young, and they're just yeah. I don't agree with that. Like they don't need any more energy. They're high. especially at Starbucks. How much caffeine is in that? I don't agree with that at all. No. no. You can't be doing that. It stunts the growth. Well, you don't. You should. You should have so much energy in you when you're that young. You need Run more around. energy. No, you don't need more yeah. energy. Uh, have sugar. Don't have caffeine. I didn't like to taste the caffeine when I was that young. Yeah. So, uh, we have an abundance of fan questions today. We have an abundance of fan questions. An today. abundance of fan questions today. You all right? Oh yeah. Get the get, juice in you. Get it. Get it in you. Should I read off the first one, or do you got one ready, or? Don't you have all of them? I have three of them. We'll just do those ones. Okay, so the first one is going to be from J.J. Allison. His question is, did you? What are your thoughts on the NHL not participating in the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea? It is bogus. It's BS. I want nothing to do with it. Why are they not going over there? Security reasons. NHL owners are losing a lot of money taking their players out of the game for two weeks. But that's the thing. Three weeks, but Three still, weeks. the I the IIHF is paying for the travel and the insurance. Mm. So the insurance is covered. These players are covered by insurance. Like, but these owners are losing money when the games aren't being played in their but buildings. But the games end up being played regardless. Like they don't they don't cut the season short. The season's still the same length. They're well, not losing money. According to Sportsnet, when I was watching their analysis of the whole thing basically the gist of it was that the owners got together and they're losing a lot of money on it now with this being said money only you know money of course matters to these guys because they have a lot of it and they want to protect it i completely understand that but with that being said i do feel bad for the young guys like mcdavid 
McKinnon, you know, who else? Eichel, all these guys, Matthews, that want to play in the in the Olympics and they can't now because, you know, these rich old guys. Don't they think that want their money they protected? Think, don't they think like showcasing their players overseas is? Yeah, is a good thing. That's more long term, and I don't think these guys are seeing long term. I think they want their money now. I'm not an expert on the whole I don't NHL get, I don't get owner losing money though. I don't understand how they're well. They are losing money. Like that was the big gist of it. They're they're losing a lot of money. Okay, but that's still. So what was the question? Well, well, the NHL like markets itself as like the fan friendly league. Like all their commercials are. But it's not. I know, and the, all their commercials are are like it's about how like you wait like when you were a kid you woke up on Saturday Saturday and you watch hockey night in Canada and mm. then, they market to the to the average Canadian family. But they're not. At least that's hockey. That's not what the league is trying to cater themselves to. Like every new expansion, except for the Jets, I guess. But like they're 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 expanding to Vegas when meanwhile Canada has so many more. Hmm. That's true. I never Disney thought of it that cities, sense. And they market themselves as Canada's game. Meanwhile, they're trying to grow everywhere but Canada. Yesterday, Ovechkin said that he's going to the Olympics no matter what. I respect the hell out of that. I yeah, like me that. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Stand up for what the hell you want to do. You, would you go? Him. If I got selected, yeah, absolutely, I'd go. Yeah. It's in South Korea. I can see they they did mention a little bit about um, security being a problem over there. It is next to one of the most dangerous countries in the world, being North Korea. Um, so sending the best hockey players in the world over to South Korea, I'm sure I there's going like to be a little bit of security. That happens at every Olympics. So I know Brazil last time, Russia the time before that. Mm-hmm. But you got to protect. They had, I don't, they I don't even Lake, really know. They had Salt Lake City like. What like a month or two, a few a few months after nine eleven? Did like, they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, that was brought up. So to answer your question, JJ. Six months after, I'd say. Anyway. Uh, you know, our thoughts aren't good. I don't like it. I'm sure a lot of people around the league don't like it. I sure, I'm sure you don't like it. When it comes to hockey, you want to see best on best, and that's what the Olympics offers. Um, and I think it's a little bit, uh, almost childish that they're not going over. Do you, you think know, it's a bluff? No, definitely don't think it's a bluff. You don't think so? Gary Bettman is one of the fucking... Gary oh. Gar, Gary Bettman doesn't know what a bluff is. He's the most... Oh, I just... <laughs> that guy. I hate, And I hate to agree with everyone else because everyone hates Gary Bettman. But this, he's just not a... He handles things the wrong way. He looks like a, like a superhero villain. He looks like he, he could be in a Batman. He looks like yeah. the guy who's in the Batman movie the with, the, um, with the umbrella. That guy. He looks like he a looks fucking penguin. Like... So, yeah... Um, <laughs> JJ, to answer your question. Long I'm story short, Gary Bettman's a douchebag. If you got a problem with that, you can square up. Who knows, though? They could go over. Who knows? I'm just saying. Is, is there? Has it been signed to a pen and paper that they're not going? Have legal documents been drawn up? Because that's the thing. If a month from now the NHL decides they want to go, it's not like the Olympics are going to say, no, too bad. Why don't, like... Do the players' union have anything have a say in this? That was the big thing they left out of the last bargaining agreement and the lockout. Oh, was it? So they who was it? Jonathan Taves said this clearly states that they're gonna go towards another lockout. Really, so. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought the players' union would have more of a say. I don't know when it came to this agreement. Apparently, I didn't they, know they the wanted, NHL when they signed the, the the last agreement they just wanted to play so bad because they've been out for so long they just left this off the table and said mm. we'd figure it out later and they never figured it out it's a big deal because if you think about it the olympics now at least in the hockey category it's not going to be the best players in the world and if you think of the olympics you think of the best of the did best did you look at the potential team canada no well i did see it it's oh. pretty incredible oh it's no i don't think it's uh i don't really there's some a, old fan favorites on there i think like mike richards was he on there 
Yeah, because he does not play anywhere, so he could play. Anyways. There's Mike Richards, there's Nigel Dawes. Remember him? Yeah, I remember him. That's true. They can bring these guys out of the woodworks. Bring Gretzky back. They should just send the 2001 World Junior Team. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, it could make for entertaining hockey. Because if you think other pros will go from Europe, it'll basically it'll just be, be like a, it'll be like a Europe Olympic. It'll just be the Spangler Cup. Yeah, it'll be the Spangler Cup. But then we we see the Spangler Cup. Right? But do you think there'll be some junior players over there on the team? No, no junior. No. What about like AHL? Well, I guess they're they're still considered pro, so they wouldn't be able to go either. I'm not sure. What the, or maybe I, they'd I, be I think, I think the ones who are on an NHL contract wouldn't be able to go. Probably. All right, so that answers your question, JJ. Not a fan. We don't like it. We're going to move on to... Speaking of boo, what did you see today? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm walking uh, downtown Vancouver today. And, you know, I'm, I'm just walking. There's a, guy, there's a guy to my left. And there's a there's a, there's a, a Trump hotel just opened up in Vancouver. A Trump hotel just did... Trump Tower. Trump Tower, whatever you want to call it. It just opened up in Vancouver. So at these towers, they tend to give out umbrellas. And today it was raining. So there was a gentleman walking towards me, and he was—he uh, had this Trump umbrella. And there was a gentleman to my left walking in the same direction as I was, and we both happened to look at this gentleman wearing their, you know, that had the Trump umbrella. I didn't really make much of it, you know, the guy's rocking a Trump umbrella, whatever. But the gentleman to my left looks directly at the gentleman wearing or that has the umbrella, and he just starts booing him, he goes, boo, <laughs> boo, right at the guy because he has a Trump umbrella. Like it's a sporting event. Like it's a, yeah. <laughs> You know the guy. The guy with the umbrella really shrugged it off. He laughed. It didn't really matter to him. But I thought it was funny. The gentleman to my left that being started said, booing much, the guy. It doesn't matter how big of a Trump hater you are. If it's raining and you need an umbrella, <laughs> the only umbrella around is a Trump umbrella. You're, and I bet I'm, that I'm using the Trump umbrella. I'm sorry. If you have an umbrella and it says Trump on it, and it's piss pouring rain, yeah, of course you're gonna wear it. Maybe I spin it around so the Trump signs on backwards. But then again, maybe my, people might spit on you from the back. It's a tough situation having an umbrella that says Trump on it. So that was that was my morning story. So the next fan question comes from Casper Hoodwin, a.k.a. Casper Jasper Hoodwin. Goodwin. Jasper Goodwin, Jasper Goodwin. All right, his question is, with so many technological advance, advancements over the course of human civilization, why has the toilet relatively stayed the same? Yeah, can I feel this one? Go ahead. I think the toilet's... What else can you do? It's... Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you, you know got, what? I I take I retract that statement. When we were having toilet issues, mm-hmm. that wasn't very easy to. It was not. It's hard. May, to maybe fit. maybe the way the toilet is is keeping certain careers alive, like plumbers. And plumbers are the ones making the toilets. They don't want to lose their jobs, so they're keeping them the way they are. Is that a? Is that too deep? Well, I don't think it really comes down to the plumber with the design. I think he's talking more of. The design. Oh, no, he did, Jasper, he did say technological advances. But then technological advancements, I feel that leans more towards design and more comfort on the butt. I don't think he's talking about the actual plumbing that's linking up to the actual. I think technological advancements. Think If you think of technology, technology, the word, is meant to create better, quicker, faster. I'll tell you what I'm surprised at. I haven't had like a... You know, you can hit the light switches now that you just, it's yeah. like a sensor. You just touch it. Mm-hmm. Where's the sensor flush? Oh, yeah. That's good. Well, there is those in the airport. You just wave your no, hand I don't over like that. that. You don't like don't those like ones? Because it, 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 it sensors like someone walks by and it flushes. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, any, sometimes when you walk in mm-hmm. and you stand in front of it, it flushes. Well, I think anything that you don't have to touch in a public washroom is a bonus for the... Oh, public washroom, absolutely. For I the mean, I average... Want that, I wouldn't want that in my personal... No. So anything that's my personal chamber. 
thing I hate about bathroom doors is that you have to touch them when you push out. I'd rather them just be an open, like no gap at all so you don't have to touch a door when you leave. Because you think about how many people don't wash their hands and you have to touch the door to pull it open or to actually push it. I walk, when I walk over to the stall, I'm okay touching it because... You know you're going to wash your hands. Because I go, I wash my hands, mm-hmm. I grab the paper towel, keep the paper towel, open the door to leave the washroom, chuck the paper towel in the water. My only beef with that, I agree with you 100%. My only beef with that is what if there's no garbage can in and around the door circumference it's been a problem but the way i see it that's not it's been a problem with the way i see it that's just it's not my fault so you're just gonna chuck it on the floor i'm gonna get as close to the wash to the garbage as i can but Mm. i'm not i'm not running that risk back to the toilet i do think that they could make the seat a little bit more comforting to you know the human buttocks maybe a little gel maybe like a water water rim do you think that might be a sanitary thing? Is it tougher to clean something like that? Yeah, that's true. It could be. It could come down to the material. I don't know if it is or not. But I think when it comes to the home toilet and the public toilet, it's a whole different ballgame. Because a public oh. toilet comes down to the city and who's paying for that. Now, when it comes to the home toilet, that's in your ballpark. That's your money. That's your establishment. That's your home base. You got to... You gotta come. You gotta come to play. So I do agree that there has not been a lot of technological advances in the toilet, and that some do need oh, to be made. Coffee. Some do Ooh. need to be made in the next five to ten years. Do I have? Do I? Do I have any ideas? No, absolutely not. I'm not the toilet guy. I'm the podcast guy. But if anyone has an idea out there for the toilet, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> Sorry. And I'd love to elaborate on it. So unless you have anything else to say contributing to this fan question. We're going to move on to the next one. Great question, Jasper. Great question, Great question. Jasper. Okay, so the next question is from Josh Frozzle. He says to the high button, how come in movies when someone takes a random car, they never have to adjust the seats? That's one hell of a question. Josh, that's the observation on the guy. That's, That's high button material. That is... Looking at something that really means nothing and turning it into a question, turning it into a conversation. If you still have to drive that car, your feet got to reach the pedals. Think about it. You know how many people there are in the world? Do you know how many people drive cars? Do you know how many people like to adjust from front to back? Have you ever stolen a car? Have I ever stolen one? Uh, no. Have you? So you, you, you got to be able to drive the car, right? You got to be able to drive the car comfortably. Because if you think about especially if you're driving standard, that's three pedals you have to work with. You're not going to be able to operate three pedals while sitting comfortably in a chair. Non-comfortably in a chair. Um, so that's where I think movies come in inaccurate. Another thing I, I think is your average thief is going to be sly. They're usually shorter, smaller people. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. This normal seat's probably a little too far back for them. Thieves are a little bit upset. They're always mad. They're, why, you know, they're short. They're upset. They're not happy with the world. So they like to steal and things. Then they they like to grab out, things. And they got to figure out how to adjust the seat because they all adjust differently. But now... My defense to this is why they do not. But he didn't. Josh didn't say steal. He just said random car. But then again, in movies, when does a guy get in a random car? It's usually he, he's stealing it. So I'm going to take that back. Now, when you're stealing a car, I'm takes sh- a random car. That's so he said takes. Okay, so takes and st- that's the same thing. So my defense to that is when you're stealing a car, uh, you're nervous. Your heart is pumping. You're not thinking about adjustment. You're not thinking about comfort. You're thinking of getting the car to A to B, and usually B is home base or somewhere where you think the car will be safe. You know what would be a good way to answer this question is let's rewatch it gone in 60 seconds. 
Yeah. And really see how they went about that. Mm -hmm. But that's another, uh, that's a question I think for directors in Hollywood or wherever else movies are made, uh, you know, to ask them why they don't make that little adjustment. Because really it's not that much to, but here's another thing with the electrical car adjustment seat thing, that could take a while. But when you have the manual one where you pull it up from underneath it and you have your option oh, yeah. to slide imagine, really you imagine quick. you're trying to get in that car and you're sitting there and it's just yeah. mm. you're robbing a bank and you got a mm, no. But when you have the, <laughs> the the manual one, lift it back, pull back, and you're gone. Yeah, I'm still listening. So that's that's my take on that whole thing. Do you think we'll see it in uh, in movies coming soon? I don't think so. I think we're past the the point that directors won't. After this podcast, you know. You know what? If we ever direct a movie and we there's a bank rob scene or a scene where someone steals a car, we'll make sure to add in a little adjustment to the seat. We'll do that for you, Josh. Anything else to add to that? I'm just I mentioned Gone in sixty seconds, and I'm just just reminiscing on Nicolas Cage. Nicholas. I saw him at the airport in Vancouver when I flew home for Christmas. Did I tell wow, you that? What an what an experience that must have been. He had a fedora. No. He had a fedora Nicholas on. Cage is wearing a fedora. And he had, you ever see Inspector Gadget, like the jacket that he wears, the long one with the buckles on the top? He had one of those on. <laughs> no, he did. Yeah, he did. And then he had How long a. was it? It was long. It was past his knees, like by his calf. <laughs> he was basically just trying to hide from everyone. And then he had his. Uh, he had like. Uh, he was trying to hide his knees from everyone. Yeah. He was trying to know. It was just him. Is that Nicholas Cage's knees? And then he had uh, those Oakley, like. like uh, <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure he wasn't just shooting a? No, <laughs> he wasn't shooting because because he, he was. What with, was it? What was the movie? Where, <laughs> fuck the what? treasure. What is it? Oh, uh, I, don't, I know what you with mean. The, fuck national What's treasure. National? Are you sure he wasn't just shooting national no, treasure? No, he wasn't. With but the, you think he, the way he was dressed, <laughs> you think he would. And then he had like really thin, like Oakley glasses on that, like only covered his eyes and not like the whole like <laughs> circumference of like the eye area. It was just like a little circle. Was he by himself? No, that's that's the other funny part about it. He was with like a flight attendant that was guiding him to where he needed to go. And I overheard the guy, the the flight attendant lady, go, "So how are your kids?" <laughs> that's the question. So what? No, no. She said, "No." She said, "So, so what are your kids like?" That's what she says. So what are your kids like? And then I just heard a mumble, and then I walked the other way. Uh, Nicholas Cage. And he had he had, he had one of those, um, you know, I, briefcases, like a briefcase that like went over his arm and a strap. He basically looked like the uh, Doctor. Inspector Gadget. He could play Inspector Gadget in a movie. Nicholas Cage that. has got to be one of the greatest celebrities of our time. Nicholas, yeah. Yeah. But no one noticed him. It was early in the morning. There wasn't like a huge scene around no him. No one's like, oh, is that Nicholas Cage? It was probably the fedora and the long jacket that made it. Yeah, but I feel like if I was going to guess what he dressed like, that's what I would Yeah. It was Yeah, it's early in the morning, though. No one's really looking for Nicholas Cage at 5 in the morning in an airport. Question for you. Shoot. What do you think Nicholas Cage's favorite baseball team is? Uh, the Colorado Rockies. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know he yeah, likes remember the, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Maybe he's yeah. He def it's definitely not L A. I'm sure he lives in L A. But he doesn't want to be in L A. He likes why to get is he out. in Vancouver. You think why is he in Vancouver? He's shooting a movie. There's a lot of movie uh, studios out here. He's probably here for just a quick little scene. Probably for the new Inspector Gadget movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say the Colorado Rockies. Who do you think? Arizona? Uh, I might change that. I think that's too close to L A. Yeah. I think he wants to get out of LA, but not too far. So that's why I picked Colorado. Mariners. Maybe that's why he was nearby. Oh, but yeah, but yeah. Maybe he's there for like training camp. Maybe he's there talking to the owners, getting like a Nicholas Cage day, bobblehead night. Yeah, I can the see possibilities that. are endless. Yeah. I'd love to see Nicholas Cage team up with. Uh, why can't I think he's my favorite actor? The guy from House of Cards. 
I don't know. He's, oh, I'm embarrassed. I'd love to see Nicolas Cage on this podcast. I could ask that kind of questions for days. What's your first question for him? Save it. It's going to happen someday. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. You mentioned vaping indoors. Is it acceptable? No. Not but it's enough. not cigarette smoke. It's, it's still not smoke. It's still... I heard it was like va- water vapor. I'll tell you, this is... I've always been on the edge. This is about 10 months ago. Maybe not even that long ago. You remember what happened 10 months ago? Wow. Okay. I'm in... Uh, what's when I went to see my pal Brody in Buffalo made a pit stop in Toronto. Brody, 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 Brody. Pit stop in Toronto. Toronto. We uh, got this hotel room downtown. Living large. My pal Callum. Callum. He vapes. He's a vapor. Vapor. Okay. He vapes. He's in the hotel room. We already had one noise complaint, and we kind of quieted down. You got to keep it down after the and one he noise. He keeps vaping in, in the in the hotel room, and and we were like, "Are you sure that's not gonna set the alarm off?" He's like, "No, <laughs> no, watch." So he got. We were drinking, so it got kind of heated. Out. You got to a heated argument, and we were like, "Stop fucking vaping in the hotel room!" And he's like, and he was like, "It's not fucking doing this." He goes up to the alarm. And he vapes in the alarm. He goes, see? And he does it for like 30 seconds. He goes, see? And he sits down. Nothing happens. We're like, oh, fuck, he's right. Like a minute later, the alarm starts going off. All, there was like 10 hotel crews that like... Um, did you guys get kicked out? They kicked... Everyone who didn't stay in the room, they kicked out. Oh, my God. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Cal. Thank you. That's hilarious. How how, how satisfied was Callum for those 30 seconds? Oh, proving yeah. to you guys that he was right and you were wrong? Just sits there on his vape. <laughs> yep. I won yeah. that one. And then a minute later, just backfires. So that's why I don't like vaping inside. Uh, you know that they made a adjustment. Do you know when you get on an airplane and they give you the, the safety regulation? They show you how to put a life vest on. They show you how to breathe in the tubes. Well, after all this is all said and done, they say, of course, there is no smoking cigarettes on the airplane. What they've made an adjustment to or what they've made an addition to is they also say also no vaping on the plane now. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of made it a, it a staple in the modern day culture when they have to go on airplanes and say no vaping on an airplane. That being said, if I'm like walking by vape smoke, I don't mind. Like it's, I'm not, it doesn't, it's not the same thing as cigarettes. There's a lot of vape smoke. Yeah. You ever see how much it doesn't suck out of that thing? Yeah. It's like a cloud. Yeah. If you're if you're a magician magician and you wanna like you know, get out of a situation, just bring a vape with you, blow the smoke in the air, they won't see you for a second and then run away. Just run away. Because the smoke will it'll blur, it'll blur yeah. you out. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Blaine should do that. Jason Blaine? David isn't, that, Blaine? isn't that David Blaine? Yeah. Who's it? We saw the angel? Chris Angel. He had a fuck up. His, what happened? I don't know. I saw him hanging from a rope in the middle of a, an arena on CNN. Is he alive? I don't know. I'm sure he's okay. He's a magician. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. Chris? Even if he's dead, he'll come back. He's a magician. Maybe he's we'll make a... it happen. What else do we got next, next on the docket? Uh, this is a fan and no fan. Fan and no fan. Are you a fan and no fan of self-titled albums? Depends how good the uh, the album is. If you it's a, have, you're not gonna have an answer for this. If it's a if it's a good album, I don't care what the fuck it's. So called. you don't care about the title? I'm sorry, I don't. I don't. I do care a little bit what the cover art looks like. If it's a stupid cover, if it's like. Just the guy sitting on a chair. It's like, get a little more creative there, pal. Is that based off that picture? Him <laughs> sitting on a chair? No, it's not. <laughs> but I'm just trying to see what's wrong with Chris Angel. Um, I just spelled Angel. Oh, he spelled it right. Uh, but yeah. I get my ELs and LEs mixed up. Who texted you? Who's that? No, sorry. 
Uh, so yeah, I really don't care. So I'm gonna let you take this one. I feel you're gonna have a better input on it than I do. To me, I think it's a last case scenario as an artist. But at the same time, when you're making an album, you're trying to make like something, a specific sound and a specific vibe, and you don't want to force an album title. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. don't want to just come up with an album title that's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you sometimes you just like the album can be ready and you're ready to go and you you don't want to put out a shitty album title, so you just name. I I don't I don't have a problem with it. Do you think it's smarter to name an album before you start it or after you're done? It's completed. I think it comes during the making, like in the middle. Yeah. Why Most, is that? Because at the start of an album, you're just so you're making music and you're trying to find a story. Yeah. And then eventually, maybe you get a few songs in and you start to notice a certain vibe. Mm-hmm. You're starting to realize what you want the album, the whole album to sound like. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of can get a, a vibe for what you're, what you're trying to do. And you finish off the album. You know, you know when you listen to an album and there's the track that's named after the album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song is usually, the best. not always, but it's usually one of the last ones recorded. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, from what my experience I mean I could be wrong but how do you feel about the same album name but just adding one two three four like the Carter Carter I don't like that I don't like like that that. why don't you like that because I feel like I don't like when artists go back and try to be like I find that's something that older artists will do when they're not happy with where their career is and they want to reminisce over older days and how good that last album was and they try to make a new album like the last one I don't like that out of all of Jay-Z's albums which one was your favorite does Watch the Throne count? Because Kanye's no. on it. Doesn't. Uh, uh, but if it did, would I, that be your first pick? If it did? Maybe. I don't know. There was, um, in my lifetime, I think it was the first one. Or the second one. I think it was the second one. In Which everyone, had, everyone had rap game on it. In my lifetime? Yeah. It's a very, it's not a common pick. But I really like, oh, the, well, the Black Albums, obviously. The Black Albums everyone's favorite, though. And truthfully, it is his best album. But in my lifetime, volume one or two. Volume one. No, there's yeah, it's volume. Let me see that. Rap game, crack. Game. Oh, and where I'm from. Yeah, that's the one. That, but I'm gonna replace that with with the black album. Who's your favorite, or what is your favorite Eminem album? The Eminem Show. All right. Yeah. Two very mature, wise, researched answers. Yeah. You've listened to those albums back to front to front to back multiple times. I'm oh, sure. yeah. You know, uh, we've had, you know what? I've, I've been battling through this whole episode. You okay? Yeah. We're, we're nearing the end. I feel like I got a few more minutes in me. And I have one big thing left in me. You know what that is? What is that? You know what pushes my buttons? What does push your buttons? Speaking of Starbucks, the inconsistency between locations. You can get one roast in one spot and not get that roast in another location. Oh, you're talking about the scenario that we have within the grocery store and across the street? I don't know. But I went in today to get a French roast, and mm-hmm. they didn't have it. All those young kids probably started drinking it. No, they're probably drinking cappuccinos and brappa lattes and shit like that. So in, is it just Starbucks, or is it other coffee shops? Mostly Starbucks, because I don't, well, I don't mess with many chains. I hate to say it, but I do. I love Starbucks. I just, I'm not a risk guy. I am a risk guy, but when it comes to my coffee, I'm not. I just, I find something, I like it, I stick with it. I see, but from judging from our experience, like we always try new places. Yeah, we do. We do. We have nothing in a while. We get to try new places. But that's the Saturday. Well, well, that's exactly my other point is that we don't do it enough. And we what, should get out more. 
we should get out and experience coffee more. But when it comes to my everyday 8 a.m. coffee, and I'm not with you, I'm going to Starbucks. I'm sorry. I want to support local, but I just still to this day, and at least at least in our neighborhood, haven't found a good coffee. Our spot down on Fourth. Yeah, but I don't go that far. You know, I get, I get, you know. And do they even have a good to-go cup? It's like so many things have to get to come together to create one good to-go coffee. One, the coffee has to oh, be so good. So you want rushed. You're rushed. I'm not rushed. Well, I, you want to go. Yeah, but so. I have to go. And it really, remember I talked about this, the lid? Well, the, you, can't the go, lid. you can't go to a place that doesn't have drip coffee and expect to be out of there quick. Yeah, that's true. But if it's good coffee and it has a good lid and a good cup. You wait. I'll wait. Confusing. Confusing. Confusing young man. Do you have any uh, inspirational quotes? I feel like this is more your game. I saw a couple, but I just completely forgot to write them or Let me see screenshot them. Let me see them. if I got one here. There's a lot of inspirational quotes out there. You know what? I have a real one today. It's not funny. It's actually pretty legit. I was looking for shitty ones, and I found a pretty good one. This was a quote by the Dalai Lama, and it was tweeted by Russell Simmons. Russ. Not to be confused with Richard Simmons. That'd be another great guy to have on the podcast. Like Russ that. or Richard? Both. At the same time? Same time. <laughs> when you talk... You are only repeating what you already know. But if you listen, you may learn something new. You're going to have to repeat that one for me. When you talk, you are only repeating what you already know. But when you listen, you may just learn something new. Oh. Shout out to the big homie, the Dalai Lama. Dalai! Dalai. That was a great quote. I'm going to start listening from now on. But then again, I have a podcast, so I have to talk. You should listen to other podcasts. I do listen to other podcasts. You want to listen to one today? You want to... Just lay back and don't want a podcast. What the hell? Or did you just want to put Dave Chappelle on the TV? Both. Both? We'll, we'll do one first and then we'll do the other one second. Okay. All right, so that's pretty much it we all have for today. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Make sure to go on our iTunes and leave a five star or one star. Uh, also, make sure to leave a review. We appreciate that. Everyone, we love you. Thank you very much. High button note.